It is time to have access to uncommon realms of glory and success. Yet, this can only be achieved on the platform of the mystery of wisdom. Get set, Prophet Prince Ohini Bequin is teaching mysteries for your mastery. Focus, listen now. Can to clear my Ezekiel Nelson, Pastor Mubarak Day are doing a wonderful job there and we celebrate with them. Amen. There are two spirit life branches in Dansuman. Uh, the one at exhibition and the one here. Amen. Yeah, it's a blessing. This morning, I'll be teaching on the power to get wealth. The power to get wealth. This is an important word because most Christians do not know how to make money. They do not know how to tap into the blessings of God and most people also do nothing about the wisdom they receive from the word you see most people receive a word and they don't do anything with the word other people receive the word and they put the word into effect. So, I'm still going to teach this morning. And I pray that you will be one of the Christians who will put this to work. Because if you don't put it to work, it will still be the same. I have realized that so many people like to complain about their problems. They really don't want solution. Because if people want solutions, they will do things differently from how they do them. But most people don't want solutions. They just love to talk about their problems. Ask your neighbor, are you a lover of problems? Ask your neighbor, are you a lover? Or you are a lover of solutions? Ask the person. Yeah. So many people just love to talk about their problems. They don't really want solutions because as I said if you want solutions you will do things differently from the way you have done them Albert Einstein rightly said it's only a fool who does the same thing the same way and expects different results that means if you expect different results you must do things differently is somebody here if you expect different results, you must do things differently. But you are going to find out that most people 
hardly change from the way you know them. That means they don't do things differently. And yet they expect different results. It just does not make logical sense. To see new results, you must do things differently. So I'm going to teach on the power to get wealth. And I pray that somebody will receive the wisdom to do things differently. Yeah. Because when you suddenly begin to do things differently, you'll begin to see the word of God come into flesh. You'll begin to see the manifestation of the word in your very life. Hebrews chapter 4. So this month has been business breakthrough banquets. And God has been blessing our businesses. Amen. Amen. Hebrews chapter 4 verse 2. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word that was preached did not profit them. Why? Because it was not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. You can hear the same word. You can receive the same wisdom. You can encounter the same revelation. But it is only people who mix that word with faith who will see the profit of the word. So most Christians just come to church. They hear what is being taught and they go home. That's all. That's all. If people will put the word of God into practice, there will be a continuous change in lives. But most people don't do anything at all about the word that comes. Most people don't. I pray that you will be one of those Christians who will put the word of God into practice. So the profit from the word of God is only seen when you inject faith into the word. What is faith into the word? When you act the word. When you begin to demonstrate an action in line of the word. You know. That is it. People hear a word from God about setting up a business and they have not done anything in that line and they still complain why they are poor. You know? A pastor is usually a frustrated person. Yeah. Because people don't do what he says. You see, it's difficult. But I pray and hope that there will be a new generation of believers who will put the word of God into practice. Just that.
Right. John chapter 15, verse 5. John chapter 15, verse 5. John chapter 15, verse 5. I am the vine, you are the branches. He that abided in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. God is the source of all our possibilities. Without him, we cannot excel. He is the person behind all performance. God is the doer of all great things. He is the force behind all kind of success. He is the person that makes wealth possible. And this God is your God. Praise Jesus. This God is your God. This God is your God. One of my friends in school posted something on his page this morning that God is real and all that. And people should accept Jesus. And a certain guy commented, insulting him. He said, if God is real, why are there children suffering in uh, Syria? And why children having cancer and all that. It's like saying that if your father is around, why is your brother a bad boy? Do you get it? It's like saying that if your mother is a good mother, why is your stepsister or your sibling notorious? No. Choice. Say choice choice has played a part demons have also played parts I hear yeah so the badness in the world does not negate the presence of God in fact where there is evil there should be good if we can say something is evil then we are saying that we know that something must be good we cannot have anything evil until we have something good we cannot have something bad until we have something good. So if there is a lot of badness in the world, it is a sign, there is a sound, check it. It is a sign that there is also goodness in the world. So he followed up by saying, the gentleman who insulted my friend, he followed up by saying that this is the problem with Africans. Africans are the world's poorest people, yet they have the richest pastors. Africans are stupid people. Then, my, my, I, I didn't see where the conversation ended. But maybe people are surprised why African pastors may be rich and most Africans may be poor. The reason is that African pastors put the word of God into practice and most Christians don't. That's it. There is nowhere in the Bible that God said he will bless pastors and make Christians poor. He said he will bless those who obey his word. Simple. Deuteronomy 28 verse 1. So, if you obey the word of God as much as 
David Oyedepo obeys the word of God. You will see the results he's seen. God has no favorites. God has no favorites. God only looks for obedience. He has no favorites. He has no favorites. And by the way, most of the riches that African Christians have do not come from Africa. They come from people outside Africa. Do you get what I mean? Yeah? Some of the most important things that God will give a pastor in terms of riches will not come from the congregation. They'll come from people outside. Yeah? So you are going to see that there will be many more people outside Africa who will be interested in pouring themselves into what the men of God are doing. So, I don't know whether somebody has that mindset here, but I just came to help you that if you will obey the word of God as much as Daguard obeys the word of God, you will see when Daguard was born, he was not a bishop. Yeah, he grew up obeying the word of God to be what he is today. You have that choice. And nobody has taken your Bible from you. You have that choice. Tell your neighbor you have that choice. Yeah. So maybe there is a secret plot and envy against pastors. But if you will obey the word of God as much as men of God obey the word of God, God will not stop your blessings. God is the one who wants to bless you. He will not stop your blessings. Great. Yeah. So, come to see the relevance of the word of God and stay with it. That's it. That's it. God is also the person who owns all the silver and gold in the world. Hagar chapter 2 verse 8. That saith the Lord, the silver is mine, the gold is mine, saith the Lord of hosts. So, understand that God is the one who wants to give you the blessings, the riches, the money that you are looking for. Somebody say amen. And understand also that riches is not just a product of hard work. All right. Riches is a blessing from the Lord. Huh? Proverbs 10, 22. Proverbs chapter 10, verse 22. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich. The blessings of the Lord, it maketh rich. And he added no sorrow with it. May God bless somebody's business in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. So God makes rich. I see God making you rich in the name of Jesus. One day, a man of God asked Bishop Oyedepo that, why is your church so blessed? And the man of God said, you will not like it if I tell you why. Then the pastor said, I will like it. I want to see my ministry blessed. And Bishop Oyedepo said, don't push me to the wall. If I tell you, you may not like it. Then he said, tell me. Then Bishop Oyedepo asked the pastor, does your church pay tithe? 
the man's face changed. Does your church pay tithe? The answer was no. I'm showing you a realm of wisdom that will make many people be surprised by what God do in your life. Does your church pay tithe? Just go and find out whether churches pay tithe. They don't. They don't. Ask your neighbor, does your business pay tithe? Ask your neighbor. Ask your neighbor, does your business pay tithe? Ask your neighbor. What, did they, what is the answer from the person? Does your business pay tithe? God is the one who gives us the power to make wealth. Deuteronomy 8.18 But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Are you here? He giveth thee power to get wealth that he may establish his covenant which he swore unto thy fathers as it is this day. Now, when you look at the scripture, you may be thinking that God gives you wealth, but God doesn't. He gives you the power to make wealth. Watch the scripture. But thou shalt remember the Lord thy God, for it is he that giveth thee the power to get wealth. God does not give you wealth. He gives you the power to get wealth. God gives you the power and you have to use the power to get wealth. God does not give you the power, the money. He does not give you the riches. He gives you the power and you have to convert that power into riches. So, anybody waiting on God for riches is waiting in vain. Are you here? But are you seeing what I'm saying? Anybody who is waiting on God for wealth is waiting in vain. Because what God gives is what? The power. And you convert that power into wealth. You convert the power into wealth. He does not give you wealth. He gives you the power. And you convert the power into wealth. This is the reason why so many Christians are poor. Because most Christians think that God will bring the money as I pray. But no. God will give you the resources to create the wealth. He will give you the platform to create the wealth. He will give you the blessing create the wealth how many times have you seen God pouring money before God will release rain on the field the farmer will cultivate 
his field. And the rain will bring an increase. The farmer will sell the produce. Then the farmer will make money. Is that not the case? God giveth thee the power to make wealth. He does not give you wealth. He does not give you riches. He gives you the power to get it. Are you catching it? Good. So what we have to actually investigate is how to come into contact with the power that will cause the riches to come. Not the riches. Because when we suddenly have into contact the power to get the wealth, then we can get the wealth. Hmm? So our investigation and inquiry today is to demystify the power to get wealth. Remember, we are not looking at wealth. We are looking at the power to get wealth. The power. The power. Not the wealth. The power. The power. Until the power is converted, it will not turn into wealth. Okay. So, let's look at Proverbs 10.22 once again. I pray that God opens your eyes this morning. Proverbs 10, 22. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh rich. Now, I want you to also recognize that there is a difference between the blessing and the riches. Do you see it? The blessings maketh rich. The blessings are processed into riches. The blessing is not the riches. What you do with the blessing will determine the riches. Jesus. The blessing of the Lord, it maketh. The word make is process. The word make means conversion. The word make means changing. The word make means improving. The blessing of God makes. And you are making soup. Huh? You are making soap. You engage in a process of transforming a raw material into a finished product. Is that not the case? The same way when you are, the God gives you the blessing. He, he gives you that power to convert the blessing into riches. The blessing of the Lord makes. He makes. So you have, you have tomatoes, you have pepper, you have salt, you have onions, you have fish, you have everything. You, you, you change this and you make this ingredient into soup but the ingredients is not soup you make the ingredients into soup the ingredients on their own is not soup so the caterer makes soup out of the ingredients is that the case? God makes riches out of the blessing. So, you have to understand how to convert your blessing into riches. Either than that, you will carry the blessing, which is the raw material, and never get the riches, which is actually what you are looking for. Now, when 
Jacob was about to die, he blessed his children. He blessed them. As he spoke over them, he released the blessing. But they had to put that blessing into work to see the riches. So, unfortunately, so many Christians are fooled by looking at the blessing. The blessing will not create the future you want to see. It's the riches. But the riches has to be made. Do you see that? The blessing of the Lord, it makes riches. Cassava makes fufu. Cassava makes fufu. Cassava is not fufu. Cassava that is engaged in the process maximally will make fufu. The blessing, when it is engaged maximally, will make the riches. Most people are deceived. They don't study the word well. So, you have to know that the distance between the blessing and the riches is what you make out of the blessing. Either than that, the blessing will just be a name. Either than that, the blessing will just be a spirit. Either than that, the blessing will just be something said over you. You see many Christians say, I'm blessed, I'm blessed. They have nothing to show. You are genuinely blessed. But the blessing must be made into riches. The same way he gives you the power to get the wealth. And when you study the Hebrew text, the word blessing and the word power is the same word, kabod. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. He gives you power to make wealth. The blessing of the Lord maketh rich. The power of the Lord maketh rich. He gives you the power to make wealth. He gives you the blessing to make wealth. <laughs> it's in your hands. It's in your hands. Any future that takes you out of the equation of responsibility is a mirage. You have work to do. Tell your neighbor you have work to do. So, where do you locate this power? That's the right question. Where do you locate this power? Are you here? There are many things that I have found in my research on this particular thematic message. But I want to dodge some of the things. For example, even though inheritance is one of the ways to make riches, I don't want you to look at it because only 1% of people receive inheritance. How much percent? One percent. One percent. So, if you are living your life thinking about inheritance, there is 
only 1% chance that you will make wealth. That's dangerous. Sometimes I look at how much people are, you know, kind of strong to pray that their grandfather's house will come to them. I ask myself whether they can pray for themselves to make business. You know, as a prophet, many people come to me with different things. Sometimes I'm surprised as to the strength that some people can show. Let's pray. So my great-grandfather left a farm. The families are five. They are fighting over this, but it has to come to us. Prophet, please pray. Let us pray. They will fast. They will pray. But if they are wise enough, they could have turned all that fasting and praying into making wealth for themselves. Only poor people struggle over inheritance. Only poor people struggle over inheritance. One percent. Recently, my, my mother told me something. He said, I'm going to tell you something I know you will not be excited about. I said, what is it? He said, your uncle has some properties for you. I said, I don't give a damn. My mother said, I knew that's what you say. I said, I don't care. At all. She said, you know, your uncle has children. He's not giving anything to the children. He's giving stuff to you. I said, I don't mind. I don't need it. My mother said, I knew that is what you will say. That's why she told me that. I'm going to tell you something. I know you will not be excited. <laughs> It takes failures, failures to be thinking about what to inherit from others. Failures. You remember what Solomon said? I myself, I builded me houses. I builded me orchards. I builded me vineyards. Let it be your story. Let it be your story. Now what is yours is what you have built. If suddenly people wake up to fight with you over what their uncles or their aunties left for you, you will see that it doesn't belong to you. What is yours is what you have made. Are you here? What is yours is what you have built. Huh? You see many people so enthused about what their grandparents, their stepfathers, 
in fact there are people who are fighting over property they were caretakers of forgive forgive so I'm not going to talk about the power of inheritance it's a non-starter it's a non-starter May you build something in your own life in the name of Jesus. Your amen is weak this morning. How many of you would want to build something from your life rather than to inherit things? You know, yeah. When people are dead, you see people going for meetings. Their will will be read. (laughs) What falleth unto me? So now let's look at some things I want us to look at. Amen? But look at Ecclesiastes chapter 2. Ecclesiastes chapter 2 verse 4. To 9. It's long. When you go home, just read it. But maybe let's, let me just read for 2 four and maybe five or six I made me great works that will be somebody's story yeah I builded me houses have you seen that I inherited me houses I planted me vineyards do you see it I made me gardens and orchards and I planted trees in them of all kind of fruits. I made me pools of water to water therewith the wood that brought, bringeth forth trees. I got me servants and maidens and had servants. Born in my house also, I had great possessions of great and small cattle above all that were in Jerusalem before me. I gathered me also silver and gold and the peculiar treasure of kings and of the provinces. I, 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 me, 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 me. Paul said I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. What was the problem? The problem is with the mentality. Eh? Build something. If you fail to build something and you have children, you will see how the lives of your children will be full of frustration. When you have to move from where you are staying, they are sacking you. There is a problem. It's a, it's a family property or it's a government a building space and they are moving you out. And you have not built anywhere. That's when you see it. And that's the lives of many people. Yeah. And if your father is a pastor or your mother is a pastor, that case is even worse. I'm telling you. Because most pastors never build anything in their lives.
Tell your neighbor, wake up. Tell your neighbor, wake up. Wake up. So, let me give you four of the places we locate the power to get wealth. Is somebody here? Number one, the power of a gift. Anytime God gives you a gift, he has given you the power to get wealth. When God gives you a gift, he has given you the power to get wealth. Every gift you have is able to create wealth for you. Every potential you have is able to create wealth for you. Every ability that is in you has the capacity of turning your finances around. Hallelujah. So, you have to begin to look at the ability that God has given you. You have to focus on the gifts that he has given you. And you have to put those gifts into use. You put those gifts into use. I am the Lord your God that giveth the power to get wealth. And I'm showing you where that power lies. The power lies in your gifts. Somebody say I'm gifted. Somebody say I have ability. Somebody say I have responsibility to turn my finances around. That's true. It takes a beggarly attitude to be poor in life. All beggars are poor. And all poor people are beggars. Yeah. If you, if you create a system of financial independence, financial intelligence, financial investment, things will turn around. Yeah. And to do that, you have to look at the power of the gifts God has given you. You can sing that is a billion dollar gift you can sow that is a billion dollar gift you can cook that is a billion dollar gift you can speak that is a billion dollar gift you can model that is a billion dollar gift you can write it is a billion dollar every gift is pregnant with billions of dollars billions of pounds proverbs chapter 18 verse 16 proverbs chapter 18 verse 16 proverbs chapter number 18 verse 16 a man's gift makes room for him and brings him before great men anytime you go before great men you have great treasure Anytime you visit great men, you will have great treasure. But to have access into great meetings is by the strength of your gift. Great gifts, great meetings, great men, great treasures. It works like that. You carry a great gift, you enter into great meetings. When you enter into great meetings, you will meet great men. And when you meet great men, you receive great treasures. Your gift has the capacity of turning your life around. Your gift 
carries the potential of turning your finances around. That shows you how powerful a gift is. That shows you how powerful a dormant gift is. That shows you how powerful a potential in you is. The power lies in the gifts that God has given you. I see your gifts coming up in life in the name of Jesus. If you will put your gift to work, money will work for you. If you will put your gifts to work, money will work for you. Yesterday, I asked one of my daughters that, what would you say about me if you are talking to somebody? She said, you are somebody who improves the lives of everybody around you. You improve the life of everybody. You make everybody better versions of who they used to be. Because I easily recognize the gifts that are hidden in people. And it is your gifts that will make you better. You focus on your gifts, you become better. You become better. You become better. I see somebody going before great men in the name of Jesus. But somebody may ask the question that, I mean, me, what gifts do I have? Look at Matthew chapter 25 verse 15. What gift do I have? Am I really gifted? Matthew chapter 25 verse 15. And unto one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to his several ability. To how many men? Are you in church this morning? To how many men? Every man has a gift. Every man. If you are a human being, you have a gift. If you know that you are a human being, you have a gift. Somebody say, I'm gifted. I'm gifted. Oh, come in front. Come. Z, come. Who was sitting there? Who was here? Mirabel, who was here? Sit here. The more you focus on your gifts, the better you become financially. Listen, even people who are not born again are excelling by their gifts. A born again person is a better version of a human being. He's born again. How can you be born again and you are worse than a non-believer? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Listen. Most people have the tendency of treating the preaching of the word as an idealistic situation. Most people treat, when they hear the word, they feel that it's something that is right, it's true. But it can't really happen. That's what makes people where, stay where they are. That's what makes people not mix faith with the word. Yes, but the word of God is not an ideal situation. It's the reality of the believer. It's the reality of the believer. It is the world that you must walk in here and now. It's your reality. 
It's not an idealistic situation of the future. It's a reality. You must see it. You must see it. So there are so many people who are gifted and everybody is gifted. I've shown you Matthew 25 verse 15. And yet they do not put it to use. When you begin to put your gifts into use, you will come out from poverty. God has hidden gold, silver in the earth. He has hidden oil in the earth. Is that not the case? He has hidden precious metals and important minerals in the earth. Now, I hear, if you were created out of the earth, what do you think is in you? The earth that he made carries these minerals, potentials, ability. You were made out of the earth. So what do you think is in you? You are gifted. You carry potential. There is a gift of gold in you. There is a gift of silver in you. There is a gift of oil in you. There is a gift of ability in you. As you were brought out of the earth, you were brought out of the portion of the earth that carries minerals. What do you think you carry? Sometimes people are just excited and motivated by this reality, but that is not enough. You have to put it to work. That's why so many people know who they are in Christ, and yet they are poor. Because by Hebrews 4 2, the word that was preached unto us was preached unto them also. But because they did not mix it with faith, it did not profit them. So you can hear the word, you can relate with the truth, you can discover your identity in Christ, Christ and you can still be living in abject poverty. Because you fail to put that word into effect. It's the, it's the action or the action as I'm speaking right now I am putting my gift to work there are people in different nations on different continents who connect to me daily by my gifts they connect to me daily by my gifts daily by my gifts and God has hidden gifts in you that when you unleash those gifts, things will turn around for you. Things will turn around for you. It is time to look inward and stop looking outward. It is time to stop looking at other people. Start looking at yourself. It is time to stop stretching your hand for things from others. It is time to stretch yourself from within. From within. All poor people are myopic. All poor people have a one-sided logic. May you escape that menace. So, riches is a product of contributing relevance to the world. You contribute relevance to the world. You are not looking for what the world can do for you. You are looking for what you can do for the world. And what you can do for the world is the place of your gifts. It is the place of your gifts.
is the place of your gifts. So when you locate your gift, you have located a mine. You have located a mine. You have located a mine that will turn your life around. May your gifts come to work in the name of the Lord Jesus. I see your gifts coming to work in the name of the Lord Jesus. And everybody has a gift. Now, as we look at Matthew 25, 15, you will see that to the one that Jesus in the parable, the master gave five, he traded with the five to earn extra five. Is that not the case? So, how do you have additions to your gifts? When you work by the gifts you have. When you work with the gifts that he has given you, he adds more to it. Why? Because reward comes as a result of labor. Is that not the case? If you fail to labor, you don't get rewards. So as this servant was working with the five gifts, God rewarded him with extra five gifts. Now, if you will work with the gift that God has given you, God will reward you with another gift. Is somebody catching the mystery? You work with the gifts that he has given you currently, he will give you other gifts as reward. Begin to trade with your gift. Begin to trade with your gifts. Begin to trade with your gifts. Number two. So we are looking at where to locate the power to get wealth. Remember I said that God does not give you wealth. He gives you the power to get wealth. He does not give you money. He gives you the power to get money. So you have to be looking for where to identify the power so that you get the money. Where to identify the power so that you make the riches. And again, we looked at Proverbs 10, 22, the blessing of the Lord maketh rich. And you understand that it means there is a blessing that must go through a process of making riches. The way ingredients are not soup. That is how blessings are not riches. Ingredients are made to turn into soup. The same way the blessings must be made to turn into riches. And that's your work. That is your work. That is your work. Number two, I said the power of an idea. The power of an idea. Anytime God gives you an idea, he has given you power to come out from poverty. Look at your business. When God suddenly gives you an idea, he's showing you another way out of poverty. Somebody say another way out. 
you can be 10 times richer than you are. You can be 20 times richer than you are. You can be 40 times richer than you are. You can be 60 times richer than you are. You can be 100 times richer than you are. It depends on the ideas you have. Listen, if not for envy, there are many things I could have said. But envy traps the preaching and the teachings. Forgive. It's just envy and jealousy. It traps the preaching. So I cannot say certain things. But let me say it how I can say it. If you are going to use your ideas to work, you can multiply your wealth. Yeah. Forgive me, but I'm a very honest person. Just that it is too much. It is too much for pastors. Mercy. Mercy. So, when there is an idea, there is the release of the power to make wealth. The power to make wealth. One idea will turn your finances around. One idea will turn your businesses around. One idea. The idea may be moving from where you are to another place. The idea may be creating a digital address system. The idea may be a delivery system. The idea may be a customer relations unit. The idea may be reducing your prices. The idea may be finding out where your customers are and going after them. It will turn everything around for you. You know, when we were starting climb by the grace of God I was thinking about something I said there is a problem with books because Africans don't read but I have a passion to make Africans read and Christians don't read and I want to look at the place of leadership entrepreneurship and Christian leadership but if I use the strategy that is being used, the traditional system, I'm sure it's not going to work because it's not worked for many. Most people started book sales and they ended it in months. Or they may have to sell it on the roadside. I said, no, thinking about an office space. And I'm thinking about employing people. So the traditional system was that people come to the office to buy the books. I said, no. I'm going to put a reverse strategy. We will send the books to them. We will send it to them. So, the moment I thought of we will send it to them, then two things come to mind. Delivery, sales executives, created. We will send it. Those two things come to mind. And by the grace of God, we've been able to employ more than 30 people. More than 30 people pastor. Yeah. Tertiary holders, whatever. 
I don't owe anybody any salary. Yeah. I just thought that it was possible. Even in a situation where people think it's not possible, when you think, you can see a way out. But generally, we are not thinkers. We are followers of routine. We are followers of traditions. But it is thinking out of the box that creates what you are looking for. That means that if you are doing your business the way everybody is doing it, you are not going to see anything different in yours. You have to think. You have to think beyond what other people are thinking. And you have to think beside what other people are thinking. What other people are thinking may be powerful. But what you suddenly begin to think about may be more powerful. Whoever created WhatsApp has made a fortune. Is that not the case? Whoever created TikTok eh, is making waves. I see you creating something in the name of Jesus. Look at Joshua 1.8. It takes thinking to make ideas. It takes what? Thinking. It takes thinking. It takes thinking. Every day, make sure you have one hour where you sit down and think. Most people don't think, oh my daughter, unfortunately. Sit down and think. You see, the last hour of every day of mine is to think of 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. usually. this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein for then for then that means this will determine this for then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and thou shalt have good success so Prosperity and good success is a function of meditation. Meditation. Eh? It's a function of meditation. Eh? It's a function of what? Yeah, meditation. If your mind works, your life will work. If your mind works, your life will work. Thinking. Thinking. Thinking thinking finding solutions out of problems thinking creating a pathway in a desert thinking 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 now anytime somebody says something is not possible the person is saying i have not been able to think about possibilities yet there are others who have received results in the same area there are. There are. So, when you spend time to meditate, you'll make good success. When you spend time to think, you'll make good success. The reason why I use 12 a.m. to 1 a.m. is because I think that's the time where a lot of people are asleep. 
and I can just adjust. I think, Bishop Oyedepo said, I think daily, I write daily. Listen, there is a pattern, you have to follow it. You have to follow it. Think and write. Produce ideas and record them. Produce ideas and develop them. Produce ideas and put flesh on them. Put flesh on them. Build systems around them. Build structures around them. See the reality of how things can turn around when you begin to subject your mind to reasoning. To reasoning. I advise everybody to do a, some sort of critical thinking. If you, if you didn't do critical thinking in school, just get books on critical thinking or critical reasoning. You know, just read. It, it will open your mind. Especially for you to see how you can achieve the same thing in a reverse situation. In a reverse situation. Now, Zoom used to be an app that was there many years ago. Do you know that? Suddenly, when we entered into COVID, Zoom became a billionaire. What happened? Now, every physical meeting had to go digital. And people were getting Facebook Live and all. Then suddenly, people started thinking about a conference system. Then, Zoom, 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 Zoom. Now, Zoom has Zoomed itself into money. Think about a solution today that will become relevant for situations tomorrow. Think. 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 Meditate. Engage your mind. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 11. I see God giving somebody an idea in the name of Jesus. You remember the testimony of the young lady? She said, as I was watching the premiered video, an idea came to my mind. Eh? An idea came to my mind. An idea. My son, you can make $2,000 every month. Think. Yeah. You can make $5,000 at your business. Think. It's true. Do you know there are people who are making five thousand dollars? Yeah, three legs. They have three legs. Four bottles. Wow. You see human being with four bottles before? You can make twenty thousand dollars. Think. Yeah. You can move from being average to the best. Just think. You see. Think means challenge the status quo. Think means don't accept what is happening as the normal. You get it? Think means try and revise and reverse what you see. You will see that it's possible. Yeah. Yeah.
Maybe you should begin to look at developing an app for your business. Think. Maybe. Maybe. Maybe somebody should be thinking about providing insurance for drivers online. Think. Think. Proverbs 8:11 For wisdom is better than rubies and all the things that may be desired are not to be compared to it. Verse 12 I wisdom dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. <laughs> There's the power of creativity. Knowledge and wisdom when they clash there's a produce of ideas. You suddenly begin to see how things can turn around. Inventions. Inventions. It's possible. You have to first of all begin to think that it is possible. That must be your mindset that it is possible. Where my mission, my assignment, my ministry, my career is it today, it is possible for me to check out. You have to think like that. Then you must begin to have the knowledge and the wisdom that will turn things around. When you think, you see new ways of solving the same old problems. You suddenly see it. But these ideas will happen when you meditate. When you meditate. When you think deeply. To meditate is to think deeply. To rehearse. To say. To think, to say, to think. That's to meditate. You say, you think. You say, you think. You say, you think. You meditate. Somebody is receiving grace now in the name of Jesus. Therefore, every situation can turn around. Every situation can turn around. Every financial situation can turn around. And one idea carries enough power to turn everything around. I see God giving somebody an idea in the name of Jesus. Look at 2 Chronicles 1.11. Somebody is receiving grace to think in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive grace to be a thinker in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive grace to be a thinker in the name of Jesus. Somebody say, I receive grace to be a thinker in the name of Jesus. One of my daughters who happened to win Miss Malaika, she's a, a veterinary doctor now. And I asked her, I said, Yoda, why didn't you do, you know, human biology? And you did. He said, my family, they like dogs. And they bring them from outside. I thought of it. I can make a business out of it. She is fantastically rich. Fantastically. Hey, do you know the price of dogs? I mean, good dogs, eh? Forgive. <laughs> a dog can be more than 10,000 Ghana City. Dog. Can't go to school. Can't work. 
hundred million. And the love she has for the dogs, and the petting, and the way she takes care of them, and she's decided that she's only going to work with white guys. You know the love white guys also have for dogs. Yeah, she's rich. She's rich. Dogs. I'm sure somebody is finding a stone right now to kill one dog. Somebody is making money out of the same dog. Think. My spiritual father told me, he said, if you can think enough, what you have is enough. If you can think enough, what you have is enough. Second Chronicles 1.11 And God said to Solomon, Because this was in thy heart, and thou hast not asked for riches, wealth, or honor, nor the life of thine enemies, neither yet has asked for long life, but has asked for wisdom and knowledge. I said when knowledge and wisdom meet, when they clash, there is the release of ideas. For thyself that thou mayest judge my people over whom I have made thee king. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee. Wisdom and knowledge is granted unto thee. When these two things meet together, the Lord says, and I will give thee riches and wealth. Do you see that? When wisdom and knowledge come together, riches and wealth will follow. Hmm? Will follow. It will follow. So, just think. And begin to see how like the business you are doing if you were not doing it and you were going to advise somebody doing it how you would have done it sometimes the best ideas come from those who criticize you okay so begin to criticize your own oppression systems don't don't cry about it though. some people when they are criticizing their work then it puts them off no you have to accept Nobody will compare Ghana Army to U.S. Army. They go for tutorials there. They say, we are all Army. No. Eh? One is cadet. Eh? So in reality, whatever you are doing, there are people who are supermodels ahead of you. You have to stand back and ask yourself that. If I, if I was criticizing this business operations, the whole thing I'm doing, what would I have done differently just think receive grace to think remember that famous scripture whilst Peter was yes thinking about this vision the spirit of the Lord said three men are seeking for you thinking eh thinking thinking the third power the power of an opportunity In order for you to locate the power to make wealth, locate an opportunity. Locate what? Every opportunity has the power to turn your wealth around. Listen, money is important, okay? Don't let anybody lie to you, okay? Okay? Money is very important. Don't let anybody lie to you. It's very important. 
I was listening to Pastor Biyomi last week. He said, <laughs> there is no true love in poverty. I almost fainted. He said, when a wife loves a husband and the husband is poor, the love is not true. <laughs> he said, the love is conditional. Hey! Then, as I was about to move from the hall, then he added something that made me stop. Are you, are you listening? He said, I have never heard this statement that, oh, he is handsome about a poor man before. I, I, I stopped. <laughs> said, Anywhere I hear, oh, he's handsome. He's rich. May somebody say you are handsome in the name of Jesus. Listen, the wholesomeness is not your look, so it's the dough, eh? It's the then you jay, eh? It's a case. You don't hear that often. Ah, Do you know what it means? Forgive. But you see somebody very short. There's this guy. What's his name? There's this very short Shatterbandle. Look at him. Like football. <laughs> Forgive. Forgive. And look at that. She has some he has some girlfriend. He, wait. Say wait. Wait is measured in new things, eh? <laughs> Forgive. And they are guys nice. You greet, nobody responds. <laughs> Bishop David Abioye said, Every meeting about a funeral is a money meeting. If you have the money, you don't need to be there. You can transfer it to them. Is it not true? When people die and they meet, what are they talking about? You know the canopies and the casket and the ambulance. And the rich people don't go for the meeting. They transfer. I swear to you that money is important. And don't let anybody joke with you as you are trying to make money. Don't accept it. Make money. Make money. When you see your children growing on Banshee, Banshee, and they, they have not eaten certain, they, 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 they don't know certain things. You will see how other children will be different from them. Even skin color will be different. You see what you're going for. Is it an anointing? It's lack of lack of food. Eh? The food is in the world, but the food is not in the home. Eh? That will not be our story. Now, may you have that life that when your children ask you for something, you can be able to provide for them. Somebody say a better amen. 
Yeah. Yeah. There's this family that I know eh, that I'm talking about how important money is. When we pick the daughter, if I'm privileged to be part of those who pick the daughter from school, the moment she sits in the car, I mean, she gives everybody high five. Eh? Poor people don't do that. Poor people don't. They don't have time to give high five. They have no eating in school. What's high five? She will sit down and she will ask this question Where is my iPhone? Five years, then they will give it. Is it charged? Then she will look at the battery, it's charged. Then she will open it herself. She will go to a certain school, online school, then she will be learning. Then she's first in class. She's the best in the this. She's the that in Africa. Is the is the facilities all? Is the resources? Simple. Huh? We should DA. Basic two, and basic one credits in the basic. May we escape poverty in the name of Jesus. Have you seen any best student who didn't have books before? And how do you get books? Money. Somebody entered my life and said, Did you buy all these books? I said, No, I wrote them myself. Stupid. Did you buy all these books? Hmm. Money. So, let's make money. Tell your neighbor, let's make money. Tell another person, we are going to make more money. Yeah. It will happen. Amen? No matter what I say, the power of an opportunity. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 25. I came to your life to encourage you. That things will turn around for you. I said I came to encourage you that things will turn around for you. First Samuel chapter 17, verse 25. So you have to be looking out for opportunities that come to you. You have to see how to make money and be blessed. You hear people say, oh, I have a child with him. He's not taking care of the child, so that's why the child is not eating. It's Oprah Winfrey, my head. Is he mine? Is he struggling to take care of her children? It's not the money. It's your pocket. That's why God, when you begin to see things differently, God can bless you in your situation for things to change. Yeah. We are all made by God, human beings. We are on an earth, but we have first class world, second class, and third class. (laughs) By economic measurements and standards. You are moving ahead in the name of Jesus. First Samuel 17, 25. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that has come up 
surely to defy Israel is Ichabah. And it shall be, it shall be that the man who kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches, will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. Amen. This is the reason why David fought with Goliath. He saw the package that Goliath came with and he took this opportunity on. Now, watch me. Usually, where you will find your greatest opportunity is the same place you will find your greatest challenge. Goliath was standing side by side his riches. Goliath was standing side by side the king's daughter. Goliath was standing side by side the freedom that the family will have. And if he decides to go for Goliath, he's as well going for the riches. If he decides to go for Goliath, he's as well going for the king's daughter. If he decides to go for Goliath, he's at the same time going for the freedom of his family. And he decided that he was going to move it to face the opportunity. To face the opportunity. That's why the Chinese say crisis and opportunity are two sides of the same coin. They are two sides of the same coin. Where you see crisis, that is the same place you see an opportunity. What does it mean? It means two things. Number one, any place there is crisis, there is an opportunity to make wealth. Any place there is a crisis, there is an opportunity to make wealth. And number two, for every place there is a problem, you can be a solution provider. You can be that solution provider. Listen, stop looking at what you people can do for you. Begin to look at what you can do to affect the world. Begin to look at what you can do to affect the lives of many. Begin to look at what you can do to change the lives of many. To improve the lives of many. And begin to fish out for those opportunities that will make it possible. Which opportunities has God given us? Time is an opportunity. Energy is an opportunity. Friendship is an opportunity. Make use of them. Make use of them. Ideas will come suddenly when you decide to make use of the opportunity that God has given you. And as I said, the opportunity will come hand in hand with a challenge. To come hand in hand with the challenge. What do you think? Being the president of Ghana, is it a problem or is it a solution? What do you think? It's both. It's both. Yeah. Being a CEO, is it a nice thing or is it a difficult thing? It's both. It's both. I'm telling you. Now, when our lights go off, you hear my next statement will be about Nanado. 64 years we don't have light many years ago when the lights go what they say Mahama and Besrae when you see him come in V8 convoy is it an opportunity or is it a problem it is both it is both so many people just look at leaders and all they see is the privilege they don't see the responsibility assigned to them Oh, 
is happy. It's nice. It's problem. <laughs> it's problem and it's solution at the same time. So embrace problems and find ways to solve them. Then you begin to see the blessing in that situation. The blessing. So everyone who is making money in business is solving a problem. In fact, that is one of the primary objectives of setting up a business to solve a problem. But you know every problem is a crisis. So you are giving money for the problems you solve. You are paid for the problems you solve. The opportunity is in the crisis. When a mechanic solves the problem of your car, you pay him. Is that not the case? When a dentist solves the problem of your tooth, you pay him. When a pharmacist solves the problem, you pay. When a policeman solves, you pay. Most people wonder why pastors are blessed. Let me explain something to you. Number one, the gifts that pastors receive are non-taxable. So, already. Uh -huh. And number two, pastors solve the highest kind of problems. They are spiritual. Yeah. But I don't envy you as an accountant. Though. So, it would be a problem if you envy me as a prophet. Yeah. Ask your neighbor, what problems are you solving? Ask your neighbor, what problem? Ask the person, are you a problem or you are a solution? Ask the person, are you a problem? What did the person say she is? You eat everybody's food in the house. That is not an opportunity. That is a problem. Forgive. And David spake to the man, to the men that stood by him, saying, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine? Eh? What shall be done? What's he asking? What is the opportunity in this? What is the opportunity in this? Don't engage in useless fights. The only fight the Bible said we should fight is the fight that is good. Fight the good fight. Eh? Don't fight useless fights. When you're about to fight, ask yourself that. When I win this fight, what will I get? Yeah? And if there is no great opportunity out of it, don't fight. <laughs> David said, what is in this for me? What is in this for me? And David's life turned around when he embraced that opportunity. He fought Goliath. That's how he became a king. That's how he entered into riches. That's how he married the king's daughter. All of this, Michal, all of this happened when he embraced one opportunity. One, 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 one opportunity. One opportunity. God is going to bring you a chance. You see, you have entered into an office. You saw a man, he said, can you give me 2,000 products of whatever you sell? 
You don't say no. You say yes. You say, what, but I don't, I, I can't provide it. I don't know the people. Just say yes and tell him to give you time. And come and think. Come and think. And find five, six people. When they put their resources together, they will make their 2,000. And you go, you stand in for all of them and you go and make the money. That's it. When the thing is beyond you, don't say no. When you say no, it doesn't mean you are honest. When you say no, it means you cannot think beyond your current situation. When you say no, it means you cannot see beyond where you are right now. No. No is usually a sign that you don't think far. No. No means you don't see beyond where you are. It's an opportunity. It is an opportunity. It is an opportunity. Remember, when the opportunities come, they will come as mountains. They will come as challenges. Crisis, opportunities. You don't say no. You don't say no. You find ways to solve that situation. David could have as well run away from Goliath. Remember, all the other soldiers were running. Some were hiding in caves. Some had actually come back home. <laughs> David said, I'm going to face this. And when he faced it, everything turned around for him. I see things turning around for you in the name of Jesus. I see things turning around for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. Those of you talking at the back, uh, young lady, you and I will be very careful. Eh? I'm serious. That's an opportunity to set up. I've given you. And I'm talking about opportunities. That's not what I'm talking about. The moment God gives you a platform, he has given you an access to your next level. Most people don't see it. You, are caught, you enter into greatness by the gift you have, but it is always going to be on a platform. That platform is the opportunity. That platform sometimes you are on a whatsapp platform and you don't know the opportunity there you just don't see it I found myself on one whatsapp platform recently and I tried going through the contacts I didn't know them because I, I, I didn't know so I start I tried to look at their contact info the flyers almost all the bishops in Ghana were on that platform one man of God was, he had a school of, of ministry and he was opening, and he sent an invitation, put all of us on a platform. Hey, Bishop this, Pastor that, Reverend Doctor that, Prophet, they are all on the platform. I said, wow, this is where I belong. Jesus. I've screenshot all the contacts, brah. One platform. You see people, they are on a WhatsApp platform. Somebody put something there, they never respond. They don't know what they are missing. It's on WhatsApp people find their girlfriends. It's on WhatsApp people find their wives and their husbands. You, when they put something there, you don't write anything. You are praying against singleness. Forgive. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 11. I see God giving somebody an opportunity in the name of Jesus. 
An opportunity is what you see that you think that is important. Eh? That's an opportunity. So many people would joke with something that is important because they cannot see it as an opportunity. Let me remind you that where you are sitting today is an opportunity. Your closeness to the man of God is an opportunity. The privilege is an opportunity. Everything you are getting is an opportunity. You don't see it. If you see it, you see how things will turn around for you. One daughter of mine came to my house. We were talking about something. And after that, she told me, she said, Papa, by the meeting you had with me, I saw that my life has changed. My life has changed. My life has changed. I just smiled. And she was not the only one I talked to anyway. But she was the only one who understood that that meeting had changed her level. An opportunity is what you see that is important. Ecclesiastes 9.11 I returned and saw another son that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill, but time and chance happened to them all. You will have your chance. Everybody will have his chance. Time and chance happens to all of them. Oh. Chance is an opportunity. Chance, opportunity will happen to everybody. Do you know what it means? It means everybody has the same opportunity in life. Everybody has the same chance to win in life. Everybody. You are not disfavored. You will have your opportunity. You will have your chance. That is how God created it. David was somebody very far from kingship. He was actually taking care of sheep. But when he saw one opportunity, he made the best out of it. How many opportunities are you joking with? And when will you begin to sit up? I saw one of my daughters outside when we were coming for church. There were many outside. I, I... I left the others, so I talked to her. I said, do you know how much prayer I'm praying for you for things to change? You are not serious. So my heart was bleeding. Because when I'm praying for people about things, your own comes a lot. But you don't even see where you are. There were five or four people. I didn't talk to anybody. Everybody passed. I, I said, stand here. She was smiling. I said, don't smile. Eh? Fuller. Don't smile. People don't recognize genuinely where they are. In fact, people are thinking that they are in the future that they are dreaming to see. That's called fantasy. Hmm? And human beings seem to be wired for fantasy than reality. But when I open my eyes, what I see around me is what I see. Well, at least in Wonderland. God forgive me. May your eyes open. May your eyes open. Let me give you number four, then we are done. Number four. Where to locate the power to get wealth. Number four. I have eight here. Ah, which one should I give? The power of prayer. The power of prayer. Prayer carries power to turn your life around. Most people 
have not engaged the power of prayer as an opportunity. Prayer carries power to turn your wealth around. <laughs> My Lord. We have talked about the power of an idea. That when you have an idea, you can create wealth. We have talked about the fact that when you have a gift, you can create wealth. But I'm talking to you about the fact that if you know how to pray, you can create wealth. Pray. Can I show you scriptures? Okay. Look at this scripture. First Chronicles chapter 4. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. Somebody will make use of this opportunity in the name of Jesus. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. There are people who don't have business ideas. All they can do is to pray. Pray. Engage the prayer. The prayer will make a way for you. I said the prayer will make a way for you. Amen. Yes. Yes. Not everybody has a business idea. Not everybody will know how to make use of a gift. But some people can stand in prayer. And they can pray. And they know how to pray. The prayer will make a way for you. I'll show you. Verse 9. First Chronicles chapter 4 verse 9. And Jabez was more honorable than his brethren. And his mother called his name Jabez saying, Because I bear him with sorrow. And Jabez called on the God of Israel. Is that not prayer? And Jabez called on the God of Israel saying, Oh, that thou wouldest bless me indeed and enlarge my coast. And that thy hand might be, be with me. And that thou wouldest keep me from evil. That it may not grieve me. And God granted him which he requested. When he prayed, he entered into wealth. Look at it. Look at it. Look at it. Let, look at verse 10 again. And, and Jabez called on the God of Israel and said, Oh, that thou would bless me indeed. Remember that the blessing of the Lord will make a man rich. He didn't say God should bless him. He said God should bless him indeed. On Friday, I talked about the meaning of the word indeed. Indeed means it is happening for everybody to see. He said that God bless me for everybody to see. That means God give me the blessing that will translate into riches. Because the blessing there, nobody will see it. But when the riches are in, everybody will see it. Already the Bible has said he was an honorable man. That means he carried honor. Hmm. And enlarged my coast. Prayer enlarged his coast. When you pray, your business will enlarge. When you pray for enlargement for your business, you release power for that enlargement. That's what the Bible said. And God granted his request. What does it mean? He had the enlargement. <laughs> it means he had the enlargement. My goodness. And that thine hand might be with me. He had the presence of God with him. By prayer. By prayer. And thou would keep me from evil and that it may not grieve me. He prayed against evil and he asked God to take away any form of grief and pain and bitterness. And the Bible said, and God granted him that which he requested. He requested for enlargement of coast. God granted him. He requested for a blessing indeed. God granted him prayer. He used prayer to turn his life around. He used prayer.
desire to turn his life around. <laughs> he injected faith in prayer and the God who answers by fire turn his life around. Prayer. When I see that we are praying and some people are flexing, hmm? the same time we are praying, I say that some people are praying, others are joking. Because, listen, the thing too you know have, God is also giving you one power to ten things. You too, you are joking. Tell your neighbor, learn how to pray. Tell your neighbor, learn how to pray. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3. You see, we are praying. Somebody's tapping somebody. Somebody's giggling. Somebody's talking. That's demons at work to keep you at your level. Say, not me. You learn how to stand in prayer. When we are gentle before God and our friends and our family and the church, when we meet the devil, we are not gentle. We take what belongs to us. Some people have misplaced gentility. When they meet the devil who has taken everything, they are gentle. And the devil keeps sitting on them. No. You take what belongs to you from him. Yes. You take it. And you are not gentle at all. Ah. Jesus Christ. He fasted 40 days. The devil led him to wilderness. And when the devil left him in Luke 14, 13, the Bible said he left him for an opportune time. He left him for an appointed. That's Jesus Christ. The devil left Jesus for another time. Now you, you are not Jesus. What do you think? Jesus could have had to be left for, they had calendar. I won't come on Monday, we'll meet on Wednesday. I won't come on Friday, we'll meet on Sunday. Now you and I, that we are not Jesus. You have to learn how to be wild in prayer. Bruh, the anointing that changes things is not the anointing of gentility. It's the anointing of violence in the spirit. In fact, generally, when you enter an atmosphere where there is no violent prayer, it is usually a sign that God is not there. And demons, witches have taken over. Mm. When you listen to men who pray and they know how to pray, how does their prayer sound? When you listen to Apostle Joshua Selman preaching and he's praying through it, how does the prayer sound? The prayer sounds as if he's biting somebody's neck. Open your eyes. That's an opportunity to pray and to see things turn around. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Jeremiah chapter 33 verse 3. So the power of prayer is one power to create wealth. When you pray, God protects your business. When you pray, he gives you more customers. When you pray, he gives you more people. When you pray, he releases divine favor upon you. When you pray, he releases divine helpers upon your business. When you pray, he releases divine connectors for you. When you stand in prayer. When you can pray, things can turn around. Jeremiah 33 verse 3. Call unto me. That's prayer. Is that not prayer? 
Call unto me and I will answer you. Listen to what the Lord said. And he says, and I will show you great and mighty things. Great and mighty things sound like ideas that will rule the world in the future. Ideas that will rule the world in the future. I will show them to you. I will show you what will take, which products will lead Africa. I will show you which investments, will, I will show you which services will turn the economies of the world. I will show you, I will show you the great and mighty things which are ahead of you. I will show you. So when you stand in prayer, wait on God to sh be shown something. Wait on God to see something. That's why anytime I'm praying with somebody, anytime I'm closing my eyes, I see something. I understand this scripture. I have to see something. God says, when you call unto me, I will answer you. How will he answer you? He will show you great and mighty things. Hmm. He will show you. When you are a prayerful businessman or prayerful businesswoman, God shows you which people are plotting your downfall. He shows you which people will turn your business around for good. He shows you where you will get what you are looking for. Everything God can show you. Everything. In your business, he can show you. Listen, it is not everything you are looking for that are written in books. Some will come by revelation. That's why in Galatians 2, to Apostle Paul said, I, Paul, went up by revelation. Not everything will come through history. Not everything will come clear through books that has been written. Some of the ideas that God will give you, they are ideas that are new in your horizon. And that will come when you pray. When you pray. So, business as a kingdom person is not a joke. It's not finding money for yourself. It's not proving a point among your siblings. It's influencing nations, influencing kingdoms. And seeing what will take over years to come. You hear strive must you say, I was on three days fasting and prayer, and the Holy Spirit said this investment must move this way. Come on. It's possible. It's possible. You can be doing your business this way, and God shows you one idea. Ha! Your business turns around. I see God showing you stuff in the name of Jesus. Somebody here, you are about to have these things that will turn your business around in the name of Jesus. You remember the testimony of my sister? She said, as you laid your hand on me and you prayed for me to receive the anointing, when I went to my couldn't sleep, I was praying. And when I slept, I saw in a vision a woman showing me how to do this bidding I was going to pay thousands of Ghana City to learn. When I woke up, I could do it suddenly. When I woke up, I could do it suddenly. Everything is possible. Everything. Everything is possible. And we are going to pray one prayer this morning. Hallelujah. Concerning my business, Lord, show me what to do to turn things around. Yes. And God will show you. He will give you a certain idea. He will give you a certain spirit. He will give you a certain understanding. He will give you a certain vision. He will give you a certain conversation with people and that will carry the power of turning everything around for you. We are not worldly people. Oh. 
we cannot be thinking and living like worldly people by the grace of God we have a source who is God we have a conduit who is the Lord Jesus and we have received the presence of the spirit to be with us we have leverage than unbelievers we have leverage than the world we are connected to the source of all wealth the source of all gold the source of all silver and the blood of Jesus has granted us access into God what else we have to activate it through prayer we have to learn how to use prayer to turn our businesses around and show me Matthew 17 21 sometimes you are praying as a businessman you are still not seeing anything give me Matthew 7 21 you are praying Lord speak to me Lord show me what to do Lord turn things around for me Matthew 17 please Lord speak to me show me what to do let me get this idea you are praying but you are not seeing anything what do you do you inject fasting you inject fasting you inject fasting you inject. I didn't say fast for a divine help out. I said fast for God to show you what to do to turn the business around. Now, if somebody is going to feed you till the rest of your life, are you sure there will be anybody like that? No, no, no. But if you find out how to create multiple wealth, you don't even need somebody to feed you. That's what they say. You don't teach somebody, you don't give somebody fish, but you rather show him how to what? How to fish. Because if I give you fish today, I give you tomorrow, I don't come the next day. You won't eat fish the next day. But if I show you how to fish in my absence, you can still fish. So, the prayer and fasting is not about people coming to your life to help you in the situation you are in. I'm talking about prayer and fasting to change your business from that level to another level. Where you don't even need somebody to come and help you and rescue you out of something. You are now on a plane that is ever moving forward. Ever increasing growth. That's possible. That's possible. There are times we have to pray for divine helpers to come in in a situation. But there are also times where your business can move suddenly from where it is to another realm. To another realm. And you have to learn the power of prayer. You have to learn the power of prayer. You may be doing your business at an area which is a demonic territory and you don't know. No. You have to pray. And you have to fast. You may also be doing a business with a Jonah. You remember Jonah? When travelers were moving and he sat suddenly in their boat. Bible said there was a shipwreck. The boat was about to sink. The whole ship was about to sink. They threw luggages and everything. Yet... And suddenly one spiritual man said, let us cast Lot and find out who is the cause of this. Bible said, as they casted Lot, they found out that it was Jonah who was causing that. And they threw him off. You can be with somebody in your business, the person is not the right person. You pray, you fast, you see how it's possible for that person to move. Then suddenly there will be stillness. There will be calmness. Not everybody in your present life is part of your future you have to learn how to inject prayer and fasting to find things. God, if you are working with a Jonah, how fast will the business grow? How fast? How fast? 
If you are working with somebody who is undermining your work, you are working with somebody who is fighting you. You are working with somebody who, who has other ideas about how to destroy it. How the business grow? Remember what we learned last week Sunday evening, miracle service. Psalm 41, my own friend, familiar friend who I did eat my bread with. He has lifted up his heel against me. You can be in a business with somebody who is in to destroy you. You have to learn how to pray. Listen, wherever there is prayer, there is heat. And wherever there is heat, snakes will come out. Wherever there is prayer, there is heat. And wherever there is heat, the vipers will come out. That's how when Apostle Paul on the island of Melita, suddenly after the shipwreck, they sat down to have some heat. Bible said when they picked some sticks, not knowing one of them was a snake, but as they put it on the fire, suddenly the snake caught around the hand. That snake was black like the wood. It would have been the same color like the wood. When they put it on fire, they thought everything was sticks. But when the fire got to the snake, the snake suddenly changed from looking like a stick to a snake. And it was taken off into the fire and it died. You have to learn how to inject heat where you are. It will cause vipers to move out. I'm telling you. It will cause vipers to move out. So prayer is power to change your world around. Prayer is power to change your situation. It is power. Anybody who runs away when your business is praying, mark the person. Anybody who is behaving some way when you are praying as a business, mark the person. Anybody who we are fasting as a business, the person is not fasting, mark the person. I'm telling you. Anybody who has excuse when it is prayer time, when it is fasting time, mark the person. I'm telling you. Mark the person. And inject prayer into the business. Am I speaking to somebody? As you pray, God will show you things concerning the future of the business. He will show you things concerning the new things you should do. He will show you things concerning what you should revise in your business. Your head alone cannot turn this business into a global one. Your mind alone cannot turn this business into a global one. You need his wisdom. You need his instruction. You need his knowledge. You need his strength. You need his power. You need his defense. You need his presence. You need him to turn it around. Bible said by the arm of flesh no man shall prevail. You need him. That's why you stand in prayer. When you stand in prayer, it's not just you. It's now you and him. My goodness. My goodness. I want you to begin to pray right now. Begin to speak in the spirit right now. Begin to speak in tongues right now. You are releasing tongues over your business. Lift up your voice. You are releasing tongues over your business. Lift up your voice. Sakata kata kata kabala dabasa. Lakata kapada brakabala dabasa. Oh sakata kaprata kabala dabase. Lift up your voice. Lift up your voice. Shele vede 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 vokosa.
Shekataka palada brataka balada basa. Makatala da balabrada balada basse. Fala da basaka prada katala da basa. Atele de voko si katana mananemeosa. Hey, parata katala da balada basaka pradaka. Somebody make use of this power. Behold, I give you power to get wealth. In Jesus' name. I want us to pray this morning. Hallelujah. Lift up your right hand. Behold, I give you power to make wealth. Call unto me and I will answer you. I will show you great and mighty things which you do not know. The Bible is You have received all you need to know today in order to assess your next level with ease. Agree to the word. Accept it. Adjust to it and apply it. Your results are coming. You can contact the man of God on plus 233-577-296-916 or on SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, podcast and YouTube via the handle Prophet Ohinibe Queen. You can also meet him live at the Mountain of Results Auditorium, Dansuman Market Complex, Accra, Ghana. Stay blessed.